it's been kind of fun. This morning, we're starting the teaching a little earlier than normal. Uh, I, I, I actually did something I have never, ever done in the history of the world before. I asked Sarah to cut the worship time down a little bit. I don't normally do that. I wanted extra time. Uh, this morning's message is theologically challenging. I wanted to have uh, adequate time, not feel rushed uh, to try to get through it. So we'll do our best to, to keep it on time. Bear with me if we do go. I mean, if, it's, it's, you have to listen to me for a long time. That's all I'm saying right now. Um, but that's okay. Um, the other little caveat I want to say this morning, I, I had told you, and some of you guys have been actually buying and reading the books I've been referencing every week. Well, man, I am so impressed with you all. Um, I told you I would, I would uh, share with you some resource uh, each week on the series so this morning, I, I am going to uh, recommend a book. The only problem is you can't get it. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, the, the book that I, that I have been using primarily as resource for this morning is called The Crucifixion of the Warrior God by a guy named Gregory Boyd. Uh, some of you may have read Boyd's Repenting of Religion years ago. That's his best-known book. He's got about 20 books out. This particular book has not yet been released. It's got a release date for some time this coming year. Um, I have been reading excerpts and pre-release things and some articles he's written along with it. It's kind of his magnum opus. Uh, Boyd has 20 or so books out. But this is the question we're going to deal with today is a question that he's been personally wrestling with for 20 years, and he's been working on this book for eight years. Uh, so it's not done yet. So that's the deal. It's called Crucifixion of the Warrior God by Greg Boyd. Uh, I, I will tell you this. When it is done, it's going to clock in at about 750 pages, so you may not want to read it. Um, I will. It's incredibly interesting. So the question this morning, uh, in the Old Testament, God seems so angry all the time, and he's always killing people and doing terrible things. In the New Testament, Jesus is so loving and full of grace and forgiveness. How can they be the same God? Great question. Uh, I think this question is important for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I think everybody asks this question at some point in their Christian experience. Uh, you, you get saved, usually, and appropriately, you hear about Jesus, and you accept Jesus into your heart and life. Yay, that's good, I love this. Just Jesus is so nice. And then you start reading the Old Testament, and you go, hey, wait a minute, I don't get it. What's going on here? This, this doesn't seem to add up. I think it's, it's a question that everybody wrestles with. I think many people... It becomes what we call a stumbling block, something that hinders their ability to really press in 